Hello, and welcome to People Keep Dying, a podcast where we talk about people who die. My name is Angela. And I'm Stephanie. And this week, I'm going to do a... I don't remember if I referenced this specific event two weeks ago for the 25th episode for after the Akihabara uh, massacre, but I'm going to talk about the santa monica car crash okay santa monica farmer's market car crash i'm not sure if you've heard of it um it was a really big deal when yeah i think you did talk i yeah, think you I mentioned it mentioned it yes and so i didn't know if you've heard about it but it was a big deal obviously where i lived because i'm in la so yeah. when something like that happens a big deal yeah but when i read did all the research for this i was like Holy shit. Was it? Okay. Well, I'm ready for your story. It's not a murder, but there's... People die? People, lots of people die. I mean, die. it doesn't always have to be a but murder. But you feel like this anger. You get, you get an angry feeling. Yeah. Well, I mean... Unnecessary usually when, deaths. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, does someone do it on purpose? You know what? Why don't you just tell me the story? Yeah. Okay. So Santa Monica has a farmer's market that was established on July 11th, 1981 in a downtown retail district. And I'm okay. giving you like a background of yeah. like what it is. It's a bi-weekly at this location, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And it's the largest and oldest organic farmer's market, mm-hmm. I think, in the world. Okay. And it attracts, in the world? I think so. And I, I think it attracts a ton of people. It's, it's really large. I mean, the world organic. Though, it's yeah. not just a farmer's market, yeah. but I mean, organic word, I think, is what makes yeah. it. I guess I am just like picturing like maybe like European countries or like. They wouldn't be orga- a certified organic farmer's yeah, market. They're like I the guess. beginning of the certified yeah. organic farmer's market. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, America. They close off the last few blocks of the street for pedestrian traffic. Okay. And because I talked about what happened two weeks ago, you know someone drives into this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Yeah. So the Wednesday market, which this happens on a Wednesday, attracts about 9,000 people every week. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And it's only open. How many people did the uh, the other market? Didn't, I couldn't find. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just know it I has a ton would. of people. Okay. But sure like this one, it's only open from, I think, I wrote down like towards the end, but I think it's from like 9 to 2. Like it's okay, not yeah. So it's just a like morning. A super, yeah, it's a morning market. Maybe okay. it's 7 to 2 because it's a farmer's market. But yeah. anyways. So on Wednesday, July 16th, 2003, 86-year-old mm-hmm. George Wellerm, 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 <laughs> Wellerm drove his 1992 Buick LeSabre through the busy farmer's market around 1.47 p.m. No. 13 <sighs> minutes before the market was supposed to close. Oh, my gosh. That's just bad timing. Yeah. Uh, so he's 83 years old. Yep. 86. 86 years old. Was it on malicious intent? No. Okay, so but, he just had like yeah. a senior's moment. Yes. And, okay, I think I, I okay, think I've you heard remember about this. this if you ever watched South Park. Okay, I never. I shouldn't say I've never watched South Park. I don't watch South Park enough, it's, so that's not where it's I know season it from. Seven episode oh, that references no. this. Hundred percent have thing. not seen it. But anyways, <laughs> so George first struck a 2003 Mercedes-Benz S4430. For some reason, that was written down, so I was like, sure. Well, because it's a Mercedes-Benz. You could just say car, but I don't yeah, care. Yeah, it struck a car. That had stopped to allow pedestrians through this crosswalk, then accelerated around the road closure sign 
and crashed through the wooden saw horses. I don't know what those are. And plowed through the busy crowd of shoppers traveling nearly 300 meters or 1,000 feet at a speed between 60 to 100 kilometers an hour or 40 to 60 miles per hour. And all of this happened in 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say this old dude what's his name again george i was gonna call him harold for some reason george 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 is also a really old name yeah yeah um george uh is like driving along and like goes around a car yeah but goes around the foreclosures and then plows he didn't hit the mercedes no well he hit the mercedes okay but then went around the road closure signs yeah okay so he hit the he probably hit the first car i'm just like i'm trying to understand because there's probably a panic like maybe he panicked at one point. That's what maybe he's gonna his, say. Like, his leg seized up, or I'm gonna, had a stro- I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna yeah. say this. Yeah. You're, you're not. You're not. You're. Gonna, you're not gonna be able to explain away a lot. A lot of this. Yeah. So you're gonna want to wait until I finish. Okay. Like, this part at okay. least. Okay. Because I'm like I'm, I'm feeling a little bad for the old dude because I really well, feel he like kills it's ten people. Yeah. Including a seven month year old baby. I understand. I'm just. So. I'm sure. It, you know, let me wait, let me just hear just the story before you're like you're like story. oh just kidding. So no brake lights were noted by any of the witnesses, meaning mm-hmm. George didn't even attempt to stop the car at any point. And I, I'll I'll mention it later. Anyway, sorry. Um, George drove his car down the middle of the street instead of steering his car away from the pedestrians to avoid self injury. Because if he hit a stall, he would hurt himself. But if he just plows in the people, he just kills them. Okay, yeah. So he goes, you know how like farmers markets are, there's stalls on each side of yeah. you, there's a pedestrian a walkway in the middle. He went right down the middle. Didn't yeah. try to like swerve away or anything. So he specifically said th- down. That he went down the middle so that well, he No, went- he didn't say any of those things. Oh. That's what he did. Okay. I mean, it's also possible that he went down the middle Wait. to avoid no. the stalls. I Yeah, he did. But then yes, there's people. Yes, yes, yes. No, I understand that, but it's also there's also people in the stalls. So but, it's just okay. I understand. I'm just. That's not. You tell, you tell the story. It's fine. By the way, the brakes weren't broken. Just so yeah, in case no, you're like, no, oh, the I, car. I no. wasn't. That's not what I was thinking. That's not what I was thinking. You just so keep tell me the story. He was seen staring straight ahead at the victims as they were flying off his windshield, angrily yelling out of his car, get out of the way. Okay. George did strike one vegetable stand, sandwiching of victims with shelves and structural components from the stand. George's car finally stopped after hitting a ditch when a body became entangled underneath his car and other bodies flying in the air landed on the hood. Yeah. That... Yeah, no, you, you, don't, you don't really feel bad for him. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I don't believe that he did it on purpose. I think no. that he was experiencing some sort of thing. So yeah, I do on some level feel like it's not to excuse the the things that he did. It's just like, unless he specifically stated, that's why I was asking if he specifically stated that he drove through to avoid injury to himself, because if he was just driving straight and people and other people assumed why he was driving straight, I mean, that's not, but it is, as, it is like an observation that if yeah. he hit a stall, he would, this car would have stopped. And yeah, I mean, he would have he, he, he did hit a stall. He, he hit, hit it a by veg- mistake, but he, it, it sounded like he just like accidentally swiped it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't, 
I I'm looking at the situation a little bit differently than you are, but uh, like because I finished because, this, yes, writing the because story. you've read the whole story, so I'm willing to just just it's not to like excuse be like oh it's because he was old. It was just clearly something fucking happened in that vehicle. Maybe he nope. shouldn't be driving to begin with. Um, but yeah, someone. The market manager, Laura Avery, said, I was standing there talking to one of the farmers. I heard this thing coming and went right past us and we ran after it. People were trying to get the license plate. Farmers were yelling, get that guy, get that guy. But when we got there, there was this old man sitting there with his car with an airbag blown under his face, looking like he didn't know where he was. Then somebody said, oh, my God, there's somebody underneath the car. So everybody got together to move the car. And there was this lady there just totally skinned and scraped. And mm-hmm. the first person hit really was a dragged. homeless man standing there, like right where the horseshoes were, which is where, you know, he hit first. The car knocked him 15 feet in the air, like the homeless guy. And he was dead when we got there. Mm-hmm. By the end of those 10 seconds, George had killed 10 people, including a seven month old boy and injured 63 people. Um, Did he like now? I assume it was like a boy and a mom. Cause it's not like just a boy. I, Cause you know, like the thing is like boys, like babies are less resilient. So the mom could get injured, but the mom Yeah. Won't. But it, it was just more of like a, was the mom also injured or was like, it doesn't say, but yeah. there were 63 people yeah. injured. Yeah. The baby got, he had, yeah. And someone, the a flower vendor, Laura Caulfield said the baby was dead and the mother was screaming and there wasn't anything anyone could do about it. I wonder if he hit the stroller. Probably. There was yeah. a lot of strollers hit as well. Yeah. Due to the fact that it was a summer, there were more children than usual because of summer vacation. Yeah. Um, obviously, because most people are like me, the angry mom started to form, people yelling, you're a murderer, you ought to be shot, which, yeah. So um, there was a guy named Dave Baxter who's like six foot three and 230 pounds. And he said, I was afraid for an old man. I want the authorities to deal with them. It's not an angry mob, which, yeah. you know, he's reasonable. And so he got in the middle between the crowd and George to make sure that George would at least be able to talk to the police officers. Yeah. Then George asked a woman who appeared to be an off-duty police officer, how many people did I hit? So someone had said John Ellis. They had so many names. So yeah. like there's too many explanations of like what they are. But a lot of them are just like people go to the farmer's market. John Ellis said it wasn't even a question. It seemed more like a statement. He was really calm. Like he was very calm when he was answering these questions. Kameen Guger, a vendor at the market who sold sprouts, asked George, do you know what's going on? Do you know what you're doing? And he said, no. George told investigators he accidentally placed his foot on the accelerator pedal instead of the brake and then tried to brake but couldn't stop. And this is one I wanted to mention. Member... The Costco incident in our city of London, Ontario, where that lady. Um, uh, oh, you no, weren't here. Okay. I don't know so about, about three this. years ago, at the South End Costco in London, Ontario, there was a um, a, a retiree who around I think her early sixties named Ruth Berger, who um, somehow got mixed up with drive and reverse and reversed right into. The entrance of the Costco. And if you've ever been to Costco, there are actually cement barriers. So somehow she got in between those cement barriers and killed like um, a little girl and the fetus of the mom. Like, you know, like the mom was pregnant and she, yeah. Yeah. 
And so there was a big uproar because obviously she just got like a slap on the wrist about it because she was like, well, I got confused. It's like, do you not want to know where your brakes are? Well, it's also like how much of a distance. and It was enough and it's, of a it's, distance it's, it's like, that like, yeah. you're like, you should, why are you accelerating no, no, it's, more? Yeah, no. That is. And then she went back and fought to get her driver's license back. Yeah. I mean. Like, I'm like, after you kill people because you're obviously incompetent as a driver, mm-hmm. why would you think that people would be okay with you wanting to get your license back? I don't really know the situations with the 60-year-old lady. She definitely shouldn't have gotten her driver's license. I mean, it should it have was been taken suspe- away from her. Yeah, but it should she have been taken away. Yeah, uh, at least after a couple of years. But um, I have but noticed pause. in this city more so than like I've noticed in other cities, which is weird. Maybe I just have noticed it more here because you live like, here. You live here, but I mean, I, I never really seen it in LA. But I have seen a lot of cars go through a lot of buildings here, like that Lint store um, in the South End always gets hit someone ran like also drove into the sketchers outlet store like i don't know why there's so many cars i don't i don't, drive through there's buildings like so many yeah i don't really know so much that i've had a lot of experience i shouldn't say a lot of experience i've had a lot of weird experiences um with like older people driving the wrong way down the road and they should not have a license yeah like i've had on three separate occasions, I've had like this old lady. It always happens to be an old lady for me. Uh, an old lady like driving into the drive-through, like from the exit. Yeah. And then I was trying to pull out, and then she's like waving her hands at me, like I'm in the wrong spot. And then she drives over the curb, and out an exit that is. It's one of those roads that has like the barrier in between and yeah. she takes a left and she has to go right. And so then she drive like she yep. drives the wrong way through the drive through and then she gets like she drives over the ground, like the grass and then she drives down the f- this like busy road on the wrong way. And it was just like, what? It happens to me wrong with you several times and still in this city. Like it's never happened to me strangely enough in L.A. But here, like four different times in parking lots where people almost hit me and they help me get out of the way. And I'm like. I'm not even walking down the middle yeah. of the parking lot. I'm literally, I'm, I'm not that I'm because I'm a driver. I'm not inconsiderate enough to like take over the whole middle parking lot area to yeah. like walk. So why would you think it's okay to almost hit me? Yeah. Every, like you do understand how people work, right? And walking. I hope so. So yeah. Um, well, he told them that, you know, like that it's, it's but going back to like the, the old guy and stuff like that. Like I really, I don't know. It's such a fucking tricky thing because that's, yeah, that's the reason all these why there was a people. South Park episode about it, and because it was a tricky situation of like, how do you deal with something like this? I mean, first of all, yeah, he did it. Was he in his right state of mind? No, I don't believe that he was. He probably had a fucking like senior small man. He probably shouldn't have been driving. He probably has Alzheimer's or dementia. Nope. Or like, there's there's a lot of like mental stuff that's going on. Especially I will get for to his, that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that he should have gone to jail. I don't, I do think that he should have never been able to drive again. Um, but I don't think that the he, mob should have fucking attacked up, him. Though they didn't because the guy yeah, got, yeah, him yeah. Tra- yeah. Between got him them. between, but I'm like, 
he did drive home after he got arrested because he don't they don't revoke your driver's license for a little bit. Oh my god! They, okay, so that's didn't totally revoke on, it for a couple okay. of days after. That was crazy on the police officers yeah, because was, clearly he should not have been. But then driving. they're all sympathetic, like you maybe had a seniors moment. Maybe this this he had yeah, a but, clean driving record. Yeah, they but it doesn't it doesn't reason. matter. He. he yeah, you do. He drove into people. At the very least, his license there could have also been, he shouldn't have been able to drive. It from wasn't there enough on. time to let him know if the car could have ma- ma- malfunctioned yeah, either. But still. And if it was the call, car ma- ma- like malfunctioning, then it's also not his fault, which is also like that's yeah. But always, then then you then you use that as proof to get your license back, but later. you still you still lose it in the meantime. Well, if you want to become a politician and make laws, then you can do those things. <laughs> no, but, I don't want to be a fucking you know, politician. You're not, um, I don't want to. I'm not saying you that have to do in like <laughs> far too many favors for other people. Yeah, I'm not saying that in like a negative way. Like you'll never. Like I'm just saying that I'm not, and we're both not in the right like mindset. And I like, don't know. And also, when was this? This was in 2003. And where was it? In California. Yeah, in California. So like here. Uh, they take your fucking license. Like, Are you sure right 2003 would have? Uh, I mean, that's a long time. I don't ago. know if it was in 2003, but I do know like they they just they, they just take your fucking license. They I don't usually give a shit. make these laws after something bad happens, yeah. and that's possible that the law ha- like they change the law after yeah. him. But until the incident happens, they I can't. Mean, Remember the gun thing I told you? Like the fact yeah. that you could just go buy a gun. Yeah, but you don't know anything. Like no ID, no. Yeah, that's so, See, so weird I mean, it's one of those things where until something bad happens, the cars have always been a lot more um, monitored and and all that than than guns. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Which is weird now that I think about it. But I wonder when it started becoming a thing to even do driver's well, that's because, licenses. Like, because they, I'm pretty sure they didn't really even do monitoring driver's licenses for a long time after cars were made because only rich people could drive in the well, beginning. Well, no, like I think it was. I think driver's licenses probably for a while. It was seatbelts that were seat recent. Seatbelts definitely were recent. Were a recent addition. But anyways, uh, yeah, let's get back to my back, story. Yeah, um, tests conducted immediately after showed that George was not under any influence of drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. And investigators said that they did not believe he had any medical problems that may have caused the crash. I mean, I don't believe that, but... None of what George recounted was depends on what they're looking for as a medical reason back in 2003. None of what George recounted at, at back backed up by like what he said happened wasn't what the witnesses who were there said happened. Yeah. Like I, he said, it, um, there people were just like, I can't believe what I was seeing. He was hitting people and they were flying. You would think it was, he would have slowed down, but he didn't. When he hit someone, you could hear it. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom said, parker hall yeah on the same day footage of a previous crash george was involved with in surfaced 10 years earlier george had driven his car off the road in much the same fashion as the market crash and the footage was nearly identical in that it showed a confused george wandering around his crash car in a heavily populated public area so he had done this before but because he hadn't killed anyone the previous time his license wasn't taken away Okay, okay, hold on. I mean, wow, that is, what is your driving laws down in fucking California? Because unless you kill um, someone, you don't take a license. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe there, that's not what I'm used to. Like, they, they fucking take your license for everything here. I just look at it where if you have okay. a 76-year-old man, if you have anybody over 65, yes. that's like... 
all of a sudden having some confused moment and they like drive into people like and regardless you should, if you kill one or you or not it's just one of those like, things where you should reevaluate um so the previous crash was not fatal which would explain why he still had his license in fact george had passed a vision written test on renewing his driver's license in november 2000 so mm-hmm. three years previously yeah i don't think there is necessarily anything the whole incident sparked a national debate and safety risk posed by elderly drivers in the u.s mm-hmm. supporters of george will c- come to defend him saying that the accident wasn't his fault he suffered from ar- arthritis mm-hmm. nausea was a side effect of medication no. and reduced mobility from his replacement and I'm like, they, we don't allow people yeah, who have seizures are, drive. And yeah, those are all the reasons why he shouldn't have been driving. Yeah, not the, that the driving, that it wasn't his fault. People who have all those his still drive. Fault. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was his fault. I'm not saying that he's that he's not at fault for this. He most definitely is. It was just... I like I just don't think that it was like a malicious. No, like, it was. I don't think it was thing. malicious or yeah. intentional. But he shouldn't just, have been allowed to yeah, drive. He should. Well. That's what it was. Yes. He definitely, yeah. he shouldn't have been driving hundred percent. I don't necessarily, I mean, even I after think the he last got, he one, got up that morning like, thinking he was going to kill anyone yeah. or anything, but just the fact that he went into a busy area yeah. and that, that is just, and why did he go around and roadblocks? Why would he, he ever probably swear? Like, I don't know. See that like, there's roadblocks like, there to stop people from I'm going I'm trying to think. It. Yeah. But it's like hit the roadblock or or what like what or was turn the, right or, or what left. was the like i don't i don't oh. i have i don't know what like, like the usually visual when it's a, it's a road block, it's like a four-way road, road right yeah and then they so they stop it on one side so you can turn right or left so the roadblock yeah. is there I was why just, wouldn't you turn right or left why would you go around it and i think that was like the main problem the fact that like he depends went, on the situation he maneuvered around things so he was fully capable of knowing how to maneuver around things and he didn't um i mean uh panic and like adrenaline sort of like takes over especially when you're driving a vehicle like i've been in a situation like not that i i mean nothing like this but like where you i don't know panic like i just i'm trying to understand but it like it really doesn't make any sense and if there was an accident like 10 years before where he did the exact same thing yeah it's a little like whatever it's a little suspicious when it's the exact same manner of like just going down and basically plowing on a whole bunch of people yeah and but at the same time it's also my real problem is the fact that he went around a roadblock see see that's the thing i would like to see i would like to see what the state of the right or left was um that would cause him to have but just in, in no straight, way would like, he like have been legally maybe, allowed to go down that yeah, road but like maybe like after he like swerved or he was like leaving the car that he just hit um maybe he couldn't turn like i don't know making fucking excuses maybe he couldn't turn enough or he felt like he couldn't turn enough either to the left or the right without hitting another car and but so if it's he had already like, hit a car then he was supposed to stop anyway so what is he doing i don't know he p- apparently tried to stop and well that's what he said yeah yeah like, i don't so i don't then, know like it's yeah. just i'm not a, i'm like really the the roadblock doesn't necessarily bother the road me block so bothers much. me in the way that like you're not supposed to go down there anyways what are you yeah, doing trying but, to go around it i mean like you see like a roadblock because we have roadblocks for festivals right when you see that you just turn right or left you don't just think to yourself i'll just go around the roadblock. well i mean no but he obviously wasn't a fucking like in his right mind 
at that moment regardless. But he wasn't in bright enough mind to know to go around a roadblock and not hit any more larger buildings that would hurt himself. See, that's like... I I don't have a visual, so it's sort of like... I don't know. When you say like he drove around it, it's sort of like drove around it. Like how? Was it just like one of those like little Usually it's cement block. Um, Sometimes it's a wooden thing. But either way... It's there to tell you not to go down that road. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, but I mean just because. Like, never mind. So, um, George's attorney would state that since the tragedy resulted from a misapplication of the pedal, George had committed an accident and not a crime. Pedal error cannot constitute negligence. Um, he had a relatively clean driver's record at the DMV with one minor crash and no violations because. Um, what ha- that thing that happened 10 years previously like I said he didn't hurt anyone mm-hmm. so it's not a DMV violation yep which uh, is weird he should have he must have at some level he should have violated something if he it really just kind of like it depends I guess on yeah. like what happened you know I see lots of people here drive I'm just like how do you have a license every time I see anyone on the road drive I'm like why are you still driving right now Daniel Von Hoff, a forensic consultant for traffic accidents from the San Diego area, said such confusion between the brake and accelerator can occur in drivers of all ages, although more commonly when they are behind the wheel of an unfamiliar car, which was not in his case, but it does happen is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel said the mistake typically compounds itself as the driver panics, steps, stepping hard on the gas, and the mistaken notion that the brakes have failed, which I don't understand because if you, if you think the brakes have failed, why don't you let go of the gas? Like, I was confused about that. I didn't really know. Because, like, I think what you do is you keep, you end up just pressing it, but maybe you don't release it enough. Um, and so it just looks like you're accelerating versus... I wonder like, if there should be, like... Um, like schools or something that teaches you of because obviously like this it's it, it seems to happen like i said here a lot more often than i would have thought so i wonder I if mean, there should I've be done it a things of times there should I've be things the... where like if you yeah like people do sometimes hit the accelerator over the brake but i mean to let go of it when you realize there's a mistake you should like take your foot away like that should be your you know yeah, like, you that, should be taught that reaction um, i wonder is what what I'm trying to say, I guess. Yeah, but I don't necessarily know. I don't know how you can teach that reaction because every car's like brake feels different. The accelerator's different. It no, like, I mean like the reaction of like if all of a sudden like you're trying to press the brake but you're going faster to release it. I is mean, the how reaction. do you how do you train that? You train. Reaction? Um, I guess you train reactions for like lots of things. If something's hot, you let go of it. Um, if something's not working, sometimes like. It's innately instinctual yeah, that, to do yeah, something. But it's so I guess like, can instinct. you? Ch- I wonder if you can change the instinct of like, if something's not working, you drop it. You know what I mean? Uh, you, I mean, because that's what we I do. I really feel like in a lot of cases, or uh, the norm would be like, if you if you want to go in reverse, but then you go forward, uh, you'll catch yourself. You'll stop yourself. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder if like, because like, like I said, like a lot of people like end up pressing on the accelerator more because they think like that's their instinct i wonder if there is a way you can teach people not to have that as an instinct to instead of like pressing more to just drop it anyways either way this happened like over 10 years ago and they're all everyone's dead now including him in case you can tell by how old he was i mean he could be still alive i don't know it was only 10 years ago (laughs) 
That was 14, 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, but I mean, people can still be alive. 15 years, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so David, or sorry, Daniel, the forensic consultant, said that things go bad to worse instead of bad to better is what happens. Yeah. On July 24th, state officials revoked George George's driver's license, which is um, 16th. Oh, yeah. So that's a full eight days after the accident. I mean, and I think because, you know, they have to give him the benefit of I mean, doubt. I mean, they probably... I like, Maybe they suspended it and I just yeah, can't find that information. Like, I just... They probably were like, no, you're not getting it back. But I can't imagine they were like, all right, you can just like... But I also don't. Uh, but a lot of people drive a license too, so it's not like they can yeah, really they monitor can, that. Regardless, but I yeah. just in this situation, I just I can't see them being like, okay, yeah, you can drive yourself home. They probably well, called pretty, someone. Yeah, in they still had to, to call an ambulance because yeah. he was. They probably needed to get yeah, him observed like, and stuff. And he doesn't have a car anymore because yeah, his car's broken. Exactly. So yeah, I'm just. It was just documented eight days later. Yes. That is that is. Or it was taken. officially revoked eight days later. Yeah. So on January 5th, 2004, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office charged George with 10 counts of vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence, carrying a penalty of up to 18 years in prison. Mm-hmm. George's That's attorneys really were low. ordered to surrender his client within 24 hours. It's manslaughter, though, so it's yeah. not murder. Because like you said, it's not yeah, malicious. It's, it's still... It's the same... That's that's how the law works. If it's not malicious, you do get a much bigger lead. I mean, even when you do do it malicious, you don't really get that. You still many you don't years. even get eighteen years as it is. Yeah, then. it's just like, <laughs> the whole but, justice system is so dumb. <laughs> so George pleaded not guilty on January sixth and was released on his own recognition, which is I didn't know what this was. Do you know what it is? On his own when recognition. Yeah. Just okay. Sorry, read. George was pleaded not guilty on January 6th and was released on his own recognition. Yeah, he was just released on his own. So it says, is a conditional obligation undertaken by a person before a court to observe some conditions, especially to appear when summoned. It's an agreement that when you get released. Yeah. Yeah. So on January 14th, victims and relatives filed a suit against the city of Santa Monica and Bayside District Corporations, who was in charge of the farmer's market. Alleging what? that the crash would have been prevented by installing metal barriers. Yeah, but they still use they still they use, use those a roads or yeah, like a bar- maybe a, I, I, there was no like pictures. Yeah, and so I didn't and even if there was, I don't really like taking those pictures anyways because they're really awful. Maybe yeah. it was just pylons, but either way, it's like one of those things. Like most people have like, from 1981 till now, nothing like this had happened before. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where I was thinking like. I mean, you can't really put metal barriers up because we I have, assume they used that road on the other yeah, they you know, five days of the week. So we have it here. We have it. It's called a flex street yeah. on Dundas, like, mm-hmm. as you know. Yeah. So, I mean, they pull those metal barriers back up, I guess, for incidents like this. Yeah. But I mean, it's 2019 now. Yeah. This so that's is, what I mean. 2004 yeah. and 2000. Yeah. So where did um, they sued the city? They did because where, I mean, where else everyone's going to get gonna, the money yeah, from, Everyone's right? going to sue yeah. everybody. The defendants failed to make any responsible steps to prevent or provide protection for the patrons of the farmers market. And I mean, I'm like, um, I think they did. I think they did. I'm pretty sure that they, you know, got police officers and stuff. But yeah. some things you they can't. They probably had security. They had the roadblocks. With those they kinds had, of things, you always just, have. You you just pay out because you don't want to be that city who fucking. Makes it worse, I guess. They do. It's just, 
Yeah. People just they need someone to blame. They, yeah, and they and can't. There was they can't probably, really get money yeah. from George because no, yeah. he's old and he probably he, doesn't have that much. No. So after a delay due to his poor health, George would eventually stand trial and be found guilty of all charges October 20th, 2006, with mm-hmm. by unanimous verdict. Yeah. The sentence was decided by the court with a maximum penalty of 18 years. Although shortly after the attack, George issued a statement saying he was distraught and heartbroken. And then, like, like I he said all those it, things. Though. But when he got to court, none of those emotions were displayed during the court hearing. Mr. Weller and his family want to express her. This is what his lawyer said. Mr. Weller and his family want to express their deepest sympathies to the victims of the tragic accident earlier today in their families. This was an unintentional and unfortunate accident. Mr. Weller is very shaken up, but his thoughts are with victims and their families tonight. But the sentencing judge noted that George showed enormous indifference and unbelievable callousness to the whole thing. I don't, I mean, I don't... I, I like it's not I don't want to sit here and like make excuses for him but it's just like I'm sure that it was it's not like that's how he wanted to spend his time like I I don't know it's like people how do you how I'm pretty sure people didn't want to die well no 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 no, no. it's more like I don't like when like other people get to assume how that old man was feeling in that courtroom just because he was sitting there and like, I don't know, because he wasn't crying. Like, it's but you just, would expect him to feel you, you would still expect someone to so, show some emotion to the fact that they killed so many people. Yeah. But so, it's I just mean, everyone like, obviously but it's, grieves it's to, differently. It's to like his standard of how he should have acted. Like it's like he, you said that the judge said that he was callous, but it was he like was, it was enormous indifference. It yeah, wasn't just so. It's just like I don't know. I mean, an unbelievable callousness is was his exact words. Yeah, I just. I mean, it's he. Apolog- he already killed he, them. So he, what he difference? Apologized, does it make? but mean, he didn't apologize himself. His lawyer apologized. Oh, okay. So I that doesn't he, really count yeah. either. I it's mean, one of those things where it's like he no, didn't come he, out and actually apologize himself. No, he, he just didn't. said through his lawer. Oh yeah, and it was probably the out. wife. Okay, yeah. sorry. I thought he made a statement, no, it was and lawyer. then a no. lawyer came out and made a statement after everything was. That's done. what like they the lawyer had said he was sorry, okay. so, which is why when, after I read the story, I got mad because I'm like, so there was never an apology out of his own mouth to any of them. You know what though? This okay, so and it's not to make excuses because it's like it's really not. This is an 86 year old man who's been through like probably multiple wars. He probably doesn't give a shit. He, he probably was sorry, but he was probably more angry about the fact that his life is now over. Yeah. Which it doesn't that doesn't excuse everything. However, still the statement him. was probably written by his wife. Yes. And it reminds me so much of Prince Char not Prince Charles. Queen Elizabeth's husband. Who is she fucking married to? Prince know. Philip. Philip. Prince Philip like got into a car accident like last month or the month before they or always whatever. Per- yeah. And uh he like wouldn't apologize and then the queen apologized for him and it took m- months for them to finally like I just kept seeing all these articles about how like he wouldn't stop driving. Yeah. Uh and all this other stuff and it was just like that's just old stubborn man like it's not meant yeah it's not excusing it's just like yeah no that's just like old stubborn madness um but like when you say that it is it still sounds like it's not no i'm not no it's like no i'm so like i'm not excusing his behavior it's just like oh hey yeah 
like, yeah, he acted this way, blah, blah, blah. Here's another situation where another old guy was like acting that way. Like his life was over, yeah. even though literally 10 other people's lives were actually over. Wouldn't apologize. Wouldn't his do wife anything. was the one that had to like do it over. It's, it's all like, or his, we or his have kids. to say this. And you know what? Maybe he was like, I don't know. Maybe he was just like a hard man. Like, um, a neighbor yeah. did mention that it was kind of weird that she'd even heard of this because she said that like he was always like a really good driver. He was a really slow driver, so it was very confusing that he would even go at the speeds at all. Yeah, on I, the streets. I really like, and that's what's so confusing. Like, a part of me feels like I don't know, like his leg cramped up or seized up and like went down, and like maybe he was trying to like get onto the brake, but he couldn't like move his leg over or like some shit like i don't know but i think if that happened he would have been more apologetic for it instead of just like i don't know i don't know he's old i don't know what he was doing and I, I feel like if something like that happened he would have brought it up in his own defense instead of what do you have i don't i don't know i feel like that would have been like a uh, a medical defense yeah maybe. but it's just like well yeah uh, Cause, like, he, he like a no medical one wants defense to go to jail was, for 18 years no, right he, yeah and he's probably just getting like his whole family is probably getting massacred in the media and it's not like i I, I always say it doesn't matter who kills who yeah it's not the fucking family's fault no but it was just like you know i don't know he's like yeah so um in november 20th 2006 george received probation after a judge determined that he was too ill to go to prison and he would likely be a burden on the prison authorities and taxpayers so he never went to prison um, George was also ordered to pay more than $100,000 in fine and restitution um, to the victim's families, which I don't know if he paid or not because I'm not really sure what the means of his situation yeah. was. It wasn't like he was driving a fancy car or anything either. So no, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. His family picks up that debt when he dies. It really sucks. Like I said, it sucks for the family a lot of the time. Yeah. On May 22nd, 2008, the city of Santa Monica had thus far paid out $21 million dollars to wow. settle dozens of civil lawsuits stemming from the case jesus christ yeah on december 9th 2010 george died at age 94 two days after his 94th birthday maybe if you provided like some free health care to your people down yeah, in america you know, um, like maybe people would stop suing people over everything to pay for these expenses ass expensive ass medical bills which are astronomically high it's yeah thousand dollars to get an ambulance ride like how my ridiculous concussion, is that just when i went in when i fell and i got my concussion uh because i was in michigan when that happened um my, my fucking cat scan or the one scan i got my bill is uh four thousand one hundred and fifty six dollars yep and it's just like fuck you so um fun fact this case sounds familiar to our guests who listened to us not to you <laughs> as a south park took inspiration from the event of this episode for gray dawn on season seven and that episode i'm pretty sure it was stan's grandfather who ended up you know the exact same situation of like killing a ton of people as he was driving down mm-hmm. um but the thing was that what happened is they were gonna vote on what they should do about the like the elderly community but it turns out that only elderly people actually vote so oh. they ended up putting a curfew on everyone else except old people 
in the in the episode yeah so it was great um but yeah like it makes sense for them to take part like inspiration from them because they are i think their production companies in LA anyway, so they would have heard about this. Probably. So I want to thank Wikipedia, obviously, but a lot of my information and quotes came from the Los Angeles Time article by Joel Rubin, Darren Briscoe, and Mitchell Landsberg. And the only reason that, because usually I forget any annotation, for next week's story, I won't have any information about who wrote what. It's just because I, I took so many quotes from them that I felt like I should definitely be like, hey, Got from Los Angeles Times. Yeah, cite your sources. Yes. That's always good to, to do. But um, I think, like, my problem is that if you're right, because I don't know anything, like I said, I don't know anything about, like, the uh, uh, Ontario driving yeah. things, but people after a certain age should be forced to take a driving test, uh-huh. like an actual driving test. Yeah. But I also understand like after when you get to that age, wanting to keep your independence. I think that you should do a written one every five years and you should do a driven one every two. Yeah. Just like a quick one. After to make like sure. 75 or 80. Yeah. Or, well, definitely 80. Definitely 80. Like your eyes can go, your reflexes can yeah. go. Like there's a lot of things that go on and it's not like ageism or something like that. It's just like, your biologically your body yeah. does deteriorate you start deteriorating and it's just one of those things just, like but i think like our future looks a little bit brighter with, with tesla, tesla and their self-driving cars hopefully yeah. coming out soon that we won't have we could still keep our independence hopefully you know what though so yeah this I'm is gonna be like i robot like it'll be a long time yeah, from when there's self-driving cars to when it's only self-driving cars oh yeah and i don't even know if but, like, i mean we'll like, get to that point i mean it's hard to say because like who the fuck knows what's gonna i feel like by the time 50 years but I, like, I, I feel like by the time we turn 70 in like 40 years um we'll we'll at least own self-driving cars to get feel to oh. at least feel our own independence and that's oh, what yeah. i'm saying yeah oh no so you don't have to trust well, my sure. terrible reflexes yeah. to be driving i'm already a bad asian stereotype i'm a woman <laughs> asian driver i'm really angry behind the wheels i have never hit i've never been to an accident but i am a very angry driver so i don't trust myself to be a good driver when i turn 70 because i see my mom drive and holy shit some people should be able to drive you need to have the 70 years of experience and you're you're being chauffeured everywhere by your husband so hopefully (laughs) and even then my husband will probably start deteriorating at a certain rate too so at that point we'll we'll at least own self-driving cars so at least we won't have to worry about like what about your reflexes what if you have a seizure if you're on seizure medication don't worry about it no self-driving cars are coming i just i don't know at what point I don't think it'll we'll be, all be self-driving. Yeah. Because we're not even all electric yet, I mean, as it is. Well, no, but electric, that's new. Like, electric yeah. cars are within the last dec- decade, right? It, it's self, how long will this... I know the idea self, of self, self-driving. The idea of self-driving cars has been around for a while, but an actual self-driving car is more recent. I think yeah. that's only within, like, maybe the last couple years. So I think years. it'll happen after electric cars are more, Yeah. Like, I think, see, the problem is, is that there's too much money in oil. Yes. And until, not enough charging stations, which I'm really excited yeah. about because they're supposed to add more. But it's just like, so the oil people, they're not going to want to fucking give up. But some oil shit. people are smart enough yeah. to put money into green well, also, energy. We only have a certain amount of oil left. Yeah. And then but after that, in their it's lifetime, like, they won't run out. So they don't like, care. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We can't make more dinosaurs. You're going to have to find a new fuel source. Like, 
that's just that's but just how it's not, it goes it won't happen in their lifestyle time no. and that's usually like that's always everyone's like thought process of like well it doesn't affect me now and i'm like do you not care about what happens around you at all like if you do i guess no. if you don't you never plan to have any kids you don't care no um yeah no i wish people would be able to have a little bit of foresight but a then little. it's also like we only want to have more foresight because we can see so much of the past. Yes. Um, and you would and think you that really because can. of that. Yeah. Uh, we would be better about it. Like, but we're not better about it. No, because humans need comfort. I'm also glad that you had a second opinion about my story. I like when we have like not disagreements but like i guess like more differing views on yeah. situations because i didn't it is important to hear both sides yeah of most arguments um and i know it probably comes across like, like we're I'm yelling such at each other? A, no, no it's more like i know it comes across like i'm such a sympathizer with like bad people she's just but it's very just empathetic more, there's a difference yeah, i'm very empathetic and i also try to i also spend on a good amount of time always trying to look at things from a different a different point of view where it's like okay yeah maybe they like you try, you, you try yeah. to put yourself in other people's shoes to just understand to be, yeah, the situation just be like, you're just very empathetic and there's nothing I, there's yeah. nothing it, but i know that some trait. people might be like well you're no you no, should be she's not, empathizing with the victim so it's so, like yeah. yeah but something clearly happened to that old man because he's not and, a murderer yeah. he's just something happened and, and mean, yeah maybe, or you know what maybe i'm wrong and he is a total piece of shit and two times he tried to take everybody out yeah um, and it only worked out the one time he's actually yeah. a serial killer as well let's not just start like, that yeah but <laughs> probably not it's he's just a zodiac like, killer yeah maybe he is uh so it's just I, it I tend to i tend to try to understand a situation mm-hmm. um and i wanted to like yeah point, make it very very clear to our audience members yeah. that that's not yeah. <laughs> that's what it is we promise well, well, we are arguing we, we did argue but yeah, it's, but it's, it's not it's, like it's, fine. it's like more of a yeah it's not an argument yeah. it's like a disagreement or yeah. a debate that's what's the right word yeah debate. It's, it's a debate yes. it's fine all right so um <laughs> i'm gonna tell you a story tell me a story all right i you know what i i really don't want to apologize for this because i sort of feel like i sh- i i'm trying to work on not apologizing for no, stuff should. as much it's, but it's, it's good i <laughs> the story is we're gonna we're just gonna get through it we're gonna we're gonna try and it uh it's mostly filled with my own fluff so that (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) because there wasn't a lot of information so alexander pierce was born in 1790 in county monaghan ireland uh he grew up pretty poor didn't have the greatest time because it was like the 1800s in ireland and they just ate a lot of potatoes there was not a, a lot of great stuff going on then um he worked as a farm laborer for most of his life uh, until he was 29 where he was arrested for stealing shoes and sent to jail that's but it wasn't really jail because in the 18 well in the late 1700s early 1800s uh the europe was sending all of their convicts to australia and they were basically like oh you can't be a part of our civilization or our society so we're gonna ship you down here uh to these uh islands these lands yeah um, and if like nature doesn't kill you yeah then good for you yeah like you can go try to make it work over there if you live you live if you die you die jokes on you yeah <laughs> um 
So he got sent to Van Diamond's Land, which is an island just off of Australia and is now known as Tasmania. But back then it was Van Diamond's Land. So during the 50 years or whatever that they were using the land as a penal colony, uh, 73,000 convicts were sent there. Like they were just shipping people on boats and some people made made it work some it sounds, people thrived yeah they i mean thrived. australia is a great country yeah. now they don't have guns i'm just saying yeah well that's because <laughs> they were all fucking convicts yeah. like they they're doing well for themselves some crazy fucking shit happens there but it's 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 pretty good so um he so yeah so he steals some shoes and he gets sent off to jail island and like alex doesn't want to fucking be there he keeps trying to escape which is basically all they do like some people try to escape and don't uh but either way uh, i wonder if it escapes like new zealand i guess it's still that small um, new zealand was a lot further out from when they were so i think they're so like africa no where do you try to go back to just like escape to like the other part like maybe more of australia oh. or just to a civilized portion of like another island that like people have been living on mm-hmm. um just out of this jail like so like people were like building huts like escaping and like running up the coast a little bit and building like homes and like becoming farmers and they were doing really well for themselves. So you were able to survive if mm-hmm. you tried to escape, but you, you probably, oh, I wonder if like all the criminal are sent, if it's like majority men and like a sprinkle of women, uh, it was like anybody, anybody that was caught stealing, like when women, children, it was like all of them, like little fucking 12 year old boys who were, that would steal like a tiny penny, uh, would get Jesus put on a boat Christ. and like shipped off to these fucking islands because they didn't want them there anymore and they didn't want to build jails uh, in Europe to like house these fucking criminals. And so they shitty, just like, hey, we've got this whole fucking country. Might as well just let's send just them all start, there. Let's just start sending them I there. I mean, as shitty as like it must be for everyone who gets sent there, I have to, it's probably way worse for children and women. Yeah thousand times worse well the women were probably getting raped raped on the regular and this is the 1800s yeah. so this wasn't even yeah. like a no. no there's no way that they weren't and then yeah, there's children was, as well yeah and then it's all awful yep yep it was terrible mm-hmm. uh and it's not like the people being sent to this island are like super great nice people like no. not all of them were trash it was just like poor Someone people that, yeah. that were trying to like eat but there's probably also um, and really the, terrible yeah, people there's there. There's probably a lot of criminals as yeah. well. And then you're mixing them all up and seeing how they do. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, in 19, or sorry, in 1822, a newspaper listed Alex as an absconder, which is just someone who tries to escape or avoid arrest. Uh, and they put a $10 reward on his head. It's a lot of money. Yeah, Back then, yeah. it was a lot of money. Uh, so eventually he gets caught and uh, gets brought back to jail and is charged with absconding and forgery, uh, which is a serious, serious crime back there. Like, you, you can't forge shit. They mm. were like, no, you can't do that. Um, so he gets sent to a different jail island. So he's now sent to Sarah's Island, which is on the Macquarie Harbor. And that's on the... Um, west side west southern side i think of australia so okay that's why i was like it's not going to be new zealand new zealand's too far up okay okay, okay. so a few months go by and alex is still like 
fuck prison, man. Uh, I just wanted some shoes to keep my feet warm. Um, I don't want to be here. So he gathers up some friends, uh, seven of them, and the group of them uh, plan an escape. And on September 20th, 1822, Alex and his comrades make their grand escape uh, and they run off to the harbor and swim for a while. Then they end up in the forest. Uh, A few months go. Oh, no, sorry. Wrong paragraph. So we have Alex Pierce, who is the person of the story. Yeah. Alexander Dalton, oh Thomas <laughs> Bodenham, William Kennerly, Matthew Travers, Edward Brown, Robert Greenhill, and John Mather. And Robert Greenhill uh, basically makes himself the leader. He has an axe and he's like, I'm going to control all these men. Um, and honestly, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Like, he's the only one with a weapon. So you get to be in charge. Wasn't it like if you kill him, you take his weapon and you're in charge? Uh, well, spoiler alert, there's some <laughs> foreshadowing for you. So, uh, 15 days into their escape, these men are cold. They are tired. Mm-hmm. They are hungry. Uh, they have no food because they didn't plan accordingly. Uh, they're in the middle of nowhere and they basically decide one of them has to die. Well, in order to eat. feed yep. the other people. And so they draw sticks to see who's going to be dinner. And unfortunately, little Thomas Bodenham drew the short straw. And before they could even discuss what's going to happen, Robert, the axe leader, strikes Thomas with his axe and kills him. That's actually the nicest thing you can do. Yeah. Just, you yeah, know. Just get it over with, yeah. man. Just get it Talking over with. Talking about it and making your last, yeah. like, things. Oh, man. So. Well, three of them, uh, three of the other guys, Alex, William, and Edward, uh, they get fucking scared. And they're just like, this isn't what we signed up for, man. And they, like, they run off. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, no shit. Um, so the three dudes, so the three of them basically trying to make it back to the prison. Cause like, while it might suck there, at least they have some food in a bed. They don't have to eat people. Yeah. They don't have to like possibly die and eat somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, on the way back, um, Alexander apparently dies due to exhaustion, but it's possible maybe the other two killed him and ate him too to make their way back. I mean, who really knows? But only two of the men make it back to the jail. So now we have four men remaining. Uh, but since Robert has the axe and he's like best buds with the Matthew guy, it's like really two against two. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually it's all four of them because they are trying to survive together and, and escape. Um, but someone's got to die so that they can eat. And Alex is like, well, fuck this. I don't want to be eaten. I just wanted some shoes. And, uh, so he starts cozying up to the other two and then they all turn on John and kill John. And then they eat John. That a few days later, unfortunately, Matthew is bitten on the foot by a snake and Alex is like, we got to leave him, man. Because we can't eat him. He's been poisoned by the snake. Yeah. And we're going to die. Uh, and Robert is like, fuck that. We're not leaving him behind. I think these two are lovers. That's, that's the that feeling that I'm getting. Because Robert then carries Matthew oh my for gosh. five days. Yeah, that's definitely like, love. This is a dude that like just chopped down the other fucking guy with an mm-hmm. axe and like already ate two other dudes. And he's like carrying his friend who is clearly dying. Yeah. So I think the two of them were because the survival instincts are really strong on him, yeah. but there's yeah. Yeah. For him to override that. Uh, but so yeah, Matthew isn't recovering. He's not getting bath better. So Robert kills him. And now we're down to two. 
And we've got Robert, who's now our axe-building serial killer, and Alex, who's a five-foot-two, barely 90 pounds, little dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Alex knew that he wouldn't be able to win in a fight against this guy, so he had to be smart. Oh, for sure. So he waited. He waited patiently, because eventually, like, someone's going to have to fall asleep. And Robert finally falls asleep and uh, Alex grabs the axe and hits him a whole bunch of times, kills him, and then feasts it on his body for several days. Before the body starts rotting and you can't eat it anymore. Yeah. Because I'm assuming he can't eat that much meat. Yeah, I don't. I mean, who the fuck knows? Uh, So... Uh, like a week later, whatever, Alex finally comes upon an Aboriginal campsite where he basically steals as much food and clothing and anything that he can uh, and continues on his journey where he eventually comes across some open fields. And he stated that as soon as he saw sheep, he knew he was going to be safe. He knew that he had find, found like civilized area and he would be able to like just ming- like mingle in with uh, this new crowd. Uh, and then luck kind of goes a little bit further on his side because he realizes that the farmer, uh, that he's like strolled into is an old acquaintance of his. Oh. And, uh, this shepherd used to be like a criminal. So they knew each other from jail, but then he got released and then he like set up this like farm and oh, he's awesome. been like doing all great for himself. Um, so the shepherd's like, Hey man, yeah, come on in. Uh, I won't write you out to the police or anything like that. Stay for a little bit. And uh, while they're there, Alex gets involved with a sheep stealing ring and gets sucked into this whole underworld belly, underbelly world of like, like going around to people's farms and stealing them. And so he gets caught with these two other dudes and then they get, they, they're hung and they're killed. And then he gets sent back to, uh, he gets sent back to St. Sarah's Island or the prison that he was at. Um, so in total, Alex spent 112 days on the run with almost half of it being in the wilderness and the forest. Uh, when they lock him up, he gave a full confession to the Reverend there and then two other people. Um, but the Reverend didn't believe him that he, uh, had performed cannibalism and he was convinced that the other like four, six dudes uh, were out there still living in the bush and mm-hmm. being criminals and stuff like that. And it's just like, who the fuck lies about cannibalism? Like, who lies about eating somebody else? So that's not the story that you come back and like admit to. Yeah. Like, so they sent him back to prison. And then within a year later, uh, Alex escapes again. And this time, uh, he does it with the, a young man named Thomas Cox. And unfortunately for Alex, he was captured only 10 days later. He didn't make it as far this time. Uh, but when he was captured, they found parts of Thomas's body in Alex's pockets. Uh, despite, despite still having lots of food, like he He had bundles and bundles. Yeah. Um, so this time they were like, okay, yeah, you're a cannibal. Yeah. Uh, we're going to believe you. So Alex later confessed that he killed Thomas, uh, because when they finally reached the river, Tom couldn't swim. And so he was like holding him back and he's like, well, I mean, I may as well just fucking kill you now and eat you now. And then I'll save all this food that I have for later when I don't have your rotting corpse. Um, so Alex was the first felon to be executed, uh, by the new Supreme court and he was hanged on July 19th, 1824 with his last words being 
man's flesh is so delicious it tastes better than fish or pork yes probably <laughs> i have heard that quote before um, i've heard that quote before too but it was like it's interesting it's not to see to the, the origin yeah is, yeah um so it was a supreme court basically from europe or is it like was it a supreme court i, I think built? it was the tasmanian okay so it was so he was the first person to be executed uh, by the Supreme Court, and then he was also the first cannibal in Tasmania. So I assume that when they finally caught him and they were doing all this shit, they were in the process of making that oh. Tasmania. And so I think there was a judicial system that was just like starting there, and he was the first one oh, okay. to be hung. So brand, yeah, it was just at the birth of birth of their little little, little country, government, there. yeah, their government, government and control and yeah. all that and other on convict aisle stuff. <laughs> well, thank you for your story Thanks. and giving me a name to the guy that said that about yeah. human flesh. I Alexander was, Pierce was sometimes wondering like who said that, but I thought it was wasn't like Jeffrey a, Dahmer. Wasn't <laughs> not he's not the original. Just no saying. He's not the original. Not by centuries. <laughs> no, not even. Well, thanks for listening. Please leave us. We are having some problems with hope, like our, our whole of our ratings get fixed and stuff. But please leave reviews and yeah. ratings and love us and Hopefully find us and everything. Hopefully by the time they listen to this, that's all like fixed and stuff yeah. like that. iTunes gets their shit together. And email us at peoplekeepdying at gmail.com with yeah. any story submissions yeah. that you may you have. have. questions? Be really nice to us. Super yes. duper nice. You can find us on most social media, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. People keep dying. Uh, people keep dying. Yes. People keep dying. I don't. Why do you do that? <laughs> so that people remember. I think they just. I think they remember no. at this point. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Hope we, you're not dead. We hope you're not dead. <laughs> Bye. Bye.